0: I know, I know. A big thing that kind of plagues you is those pre-interview jitters. Particularly in this market where you may not get as many interviews as you like. So when you do have an interview, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, I got an interview. What do I do, what do I do, what do I do? do do?" And it's scary. It's very different in a hot job market where, hey, if this doesn't work, another bus will come. That's all right, no worries. I'll get the next one. Now you're like, I don't know when the next one will come. So that heightens the anxiety. But don't worry, here's what you do. So before you have an interview, have a checklist of things that could help you just relax, calm down, be prepared, okay? So here's what you do. My theory is this, to conquer those fears, and they're not going to go away. You know, they're not going to all go away because it's natural to have butterflies in the stomach. I, I think sometimes that's helpful because you get that little butterflies, so you get that, you know, that feeling, the tingling feeling. Sometimes it's good because that, that gets your energy up. <clears throat> you know, that gets you motivated, that, that gets you upbeat. You know, gets you awake. So that you you never get to. I don't think you can suppress that at all. It's interesting. People are different. Like my son doesn't seem to get anxious about anything. He's very. You know, matter of fact, very low key. And I'll even ask like, don't you get worried or bothered? And he has a really chill thing. So I don't know. So maybe not everybody feels it. So, so some people who don't, then that's great. <laughs> and you're in good shape. For me, I don't really get nervous, but I do feel like, all right, if I'm meeting a new client or working on a new project, I get like, I, I want to do well. So I get that kind of like, I want to do well. So it's not really nervous, but you just feel different, different energy. But when you're interviewing, I get it. It's, there's a little fear, fright, anxiety, worry, nervousness. Is it going to happen, is it not going to happen, self-doubt, and you get all these going, ah. So my theory, as I started saying before I interrupted myself, the theory is this. The more work you put in, the more work you put in, the more confident you get, and the less you'll have to deal with the jitters. I think I have to use a different word than jitters. That's just, just such a lame word. The more work you put in, it gets you more confident. It gets you upbeat. And here's what I mean by the more work. Because you hear work in the radio tuning out, like, I don't want to do work. So let's not even say jitters or work. We'll call it a different thing. So what I'd suggest you focus on are these things. Review your resume. I know you think it, I've looked at it a million times. Yeah, yeah but you look at it within the context of this particular interview. You want to go through it, because thinking the person on the other end, if this was from a year ago, I'd say, oh, the person you're sitting across the table with, but now it's the person you're on Zoom with or some other online forum. So the person on, on the phone, or you know, the phone call, old school phone call, or just on the uh, online video call is going to have a resume. So they, that's what they're going off of. So you want to make sure you remember everything on there and I bet you you've been there where someone asks you about something on the resume and you're like oh, I forgot I put that on there or maybe I put it on there I haven't done that in years so go through it a few times go through it because you know they're gonna be working off of it so it's just it, it, it reminds you what there and then maybe you've done other things since you updated the resume that's not on there so then you make a mental note you can have a cheat sheet in front of you when you do these videos you can have it so you can kind of glance down I know it's awkward but just in case you glance down and say, oh yeah, I want to let you know, um, it wasn't on the resume because recently I've done X, Y, and Z. Go through it so you have, you know, you're comfortable with the resume. Go through LinkedIn because chances are they're checked out your LinkedIn or they will check it out right before you go on the meeting. So same thing, does it present you in a light that you want to be presented in? Is it up to date? Is it accurate? Does it have everything? Are you missing anything? Go through if there's anything different on LinkedIn than you have on your resume. So you will have a consistent message. While you're going on LinkedIn, you might as well go to all social media and ensure if they're looking, what are they going to find out and will they bring it up to you? Now, I would, I'm would i an advocate of saying, hey, I know this curtails your social media activity, but if you're looking for a job or you're advancing your career, you want it to show your brand and you don't want anything that's going to take away from it. And I get not everybody's like that, but you've got to be careful. So you want to have it where it keeps a tight narrative. And if you don't want to delete things and keep things that are kind of inflammatory, be prepared. They'll ask and have an answer for it. So go over your resume a bunch of times. Go through LinkedIn. Check out your social media. So you're prepared. So you know you put something on Twitter that maybe you're not, maybe you know people will not take it the way you meant it, but you have an answer for it. Then you practice your elevator pitch. We talked about that earlier. When they say, tell me about yourself, who are you? What are you looking for? You want to have that short, concise, punchy elevator pitch that says who you are, what you're about, why you want the job. Go over it a few times. I know you've went over it in the past, but the day before, the morning before the interview, role play a few times. Not in your head. Say it out loud. because. You're, in your head, everything always sounds awesome, but the first time you say it, not so awesome. So say it out loud a few times. If there's somebody around, if you're working from home and you can grab your spouse, your kids, your dog, your goldfish, go role play with them a little bit. So this way you get it out. And then that's another thing that's good for interviews. Before you interview, you want to maybe talk to some people. I would give this advice prior COVID where you're getting on a train or taking a cab and you're going you know, across town Manhattan and then you see people on the street, you're buying men so you don't have bad breath when you go in there that engage in idle chit-chat with people as you're going because you're warming up. It's like a baseball player who's warming up in the bullpen before they go out to pitch. They're loosening up. Same thing, before you get on that call, maybe talk to a few people. Because you ever notice when you first start talking in the morning, you have the, <clears throat> you know, your voice isn't as strong and it's a little like a, froggy you want to get that out also you want to get the cobwebs out you want to just kind of get loose by talking and chatting so if there are people in your house you talk to them if they're not maybe you call somebody up just just engage in conversation you you could not tell them why you're doing it or you could just hey you know what can we just shoot the breeze i just want to kind of get the blood flowing start talking so the first thing isn't uh, i'm talking on this call So the elevator pitch, the resume, the LinkedIn, the social media. And additionally, you wanna do your homework on the company. Now presumably you did that before, but you really wanna check into what the company does, their history, their products and services. Is there any news about them, good or bad? Or is there anything that maybe people are saying about them that you should be aware of? Because if you go in, Sometimes they'll say, hey, tell me, uh, do you know much about us? Do you know what we do? Do you know this about our history and so on? And you want to be able to say, oh, yes, and have an intelligent answer about it. Nothing more embarrassing that you really don't know their products and services, their mission statement, you don't know some, like, really important news that's in the event. Maybe they're taking over a company. Maybe they're being taken over. Maybe they're big layoffs, what have you. You want to be armed with that so that when it at when they, you know when it comes up you have it or you can even bring it up yourself to show you've done the homework. And part of the homework too, I would reach out to people you know or people you know who know someone who work at the company to try to get that inside scoop. What's really happening there? You know, you want to find out what's the vibe? Is it good? Is it bad? Are things going well? Are they not going well? Are there issues there? Are there not issues there? So you want to kind of, kind of do that homework. So you're doing your Googling and getting all that information as best you can look at their site itself to see what's happening. Any new announcements, find some insiders that can give you the inside scoop and they may even know the hiring managers that can kind of say, Oh yeah, this person's a really big giants fan. So feel free to talk about the giants or whatever it might be that gives you an edge. In addition to doing the research, Maybe role play a little bit. You know, there's somebody you could I know I mentioned about kind of just talking out loud and kind of getting the cobwebs out, but if there's someone who you could actually role play a little bit, that doesn't hurt. I know it sounds weird and awkward, but you know, you go back and forth. And by role-playing too, think about the questions that will be asked. You could give those person, you know they're gonna ask, tell me about yourself, why do you want this job, why you're looking, what do you do at your role. But you could, there's so many different questions that can be asked. Now, there could be general questions where why do you want the job, why you're looking, why us, what's going on in the company, fine. But then there might be specific to your job, what you do, and their job. So it doesn't hurt to kind of go over role play and anticipate what questions. Because there's not a better feeling when you go into an interview and you have your elevated pitch down. And they say, hey, tell me about yourself, and you boom, you have it. And, and and then and then you see their eyes like light up, like, wow, great. If they if they say, Hey, do you know anything about the company? or they bring up something about the company, go, Oh yeah, I read about it in your financial statement, that such and such and such, and they're like, Whoa, that's awesome. Or maybe there's an issue, say, like, Hey, I understand that you're dealing with such and such issue, but in my experience, that's you know, not so terrible. And given my background, I think I could help with that. I think because my company dealt with the same thing, and I could bring some real-life experience of what I did over there to help you over there. So, again, you say, that's great. And by role-playing it, it won't be the first time it comes out, so it kind of flows. And if you could, and as I mentioned, if you could also find that person inside who can give you a heads-up that you don't see online. You know, just because something happened to a company doesn't mean it's out there. Because maybe it didn't happen yet, it will. So if you know that too, that gives you a heads-up. Another thing, too, is think about this. Depending on the time of day that you're interviewing, you want to get a good night's sleep. You want to be well-rested. You don't want to overeat, but you don't want to under-eat. You want to have maybe a little something before you go on. If you have too much coffee before you go on, you can be all jittery you know, and a little wired. That might not be the best. But it all depends on your personality and what works for you. Because you could be that kind of person. If you have an early morning meeting and you don't have your coffee, you're just going to be horrible. You could be the person if you have coffee, you could be all like wired, and that's not good either. You could be the person if you didn't eat for whatever reason, you're hangry and you don't come across well. So these sound like very small things, but they're important. These are small things. The whole interview process, the whole job search, the whole career development, they're built upon little small steps and trying to get them all right. So don't discount it. Because when you get on that call, And here's another thing: before you get on the call, work all the technology out. Don't just assume. Ah, I've been on a number. I've been so many Zoom calls. I know what I'm doing. Make like you don't. Just run through everything. Make sure you have everything. Everything is working. Maybe do a trial Zoom call. I'm assuming Zoom, but it could be something else with somebody else to say. Oh, okay, it's working. Because you know how life is. The one time you don't check it, that's when something's wrong. So you go through. You want to make sure the lighting works. You want to look, what's in the background? Is it something goofy? Is it something cool? Is it something silly? You want to kind of have those, that logistics set up. You want to see how you look, maybe tape yourself. Maybe you don't realize that you scowl a lot. Maybe you realize you don't look in the camera directly. Maybe you come across angry. Maybe you come across not interested. So you want to critique it. Maybe, you know, actually, Film yourself doing it with the lighting, where you're sitting, where you're standing, what you're saying, and then watch it. I mean, they do it in sports all the time. With uh, In football, let's say they're always looking at the video to see what they did right, what they did wrong, how they can change it next time. Same thing. Do some practice runs. Don't just assume, hey, you're awesome on You may look and go, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I look like that. Maybe I'm too close to the camera. Maybe I'm too far away from the camera. You know, Maybe I should, shouldn't be up here. You know, It makes a difference. Maybe the lighting is terrible. you know. Maybe, maybe, okay, it's too dark. Or maybe, okay, this light is better. Maybe I have a, a silly background. Or maybe the kind of job you're going for is cool because they're the kind of thing that's quirky kind of company and they're fine with anything. But you have to investigate that too. So to create, to, to, to help with the jitters is this. You're doing all these things to be prepared. So when the time comes in, and we're going to presume for the foreseeable future, it's going to be these you know, Zoom-type calls that everything works. You have your elevator pitch. You went through your resume. You went through your LinkedIn. You're aware of what's on social media uh, in case they ask you questions. You've done research on the homework and your homework, so you know what's going on at the company, any new events, any challenges, any problems, any issues. You've tapped into insiders who know about it, who gave you inside information, what's happening there. Get a good night's sleep. Coffee if you need it. Coffee if you don't need it. Don't too, eat too much when you get lethargic. Have enough so you don't get hangry. And In this, and, and, and this way, you kind of are prepared. And really make sure you've done role-playing, you've talked it through, you've talked it out loud, so you're comfortable it's not the first time you're giving your pitch or answering these questions. Even if you've done a million videos, doesn't hurt to try again and, and go through it. Make sure the lighting is right, the technology works. Watch the replays. Do it online. The day before two days before and just evaluate yourself and maybe have someone say hey hey honey come here or you know take a look at it with me and then say oh wow yeah that's not a good look oh you got to change this you got to do this you got to do the change the lighting where you stand what you say how, how how you look at people these these are the little incremental things that all add up but if you do it all if you do it all and, and, and you keep practicing then then it makes it much easier will you still have some a little bit of trepidation, which sounds better than jitters. A little trepidation. It's a nicer word, smarter word. You know, have some trepidation, sure. It's always gonna have it, but it's more muted. It's not as pronounced. And if it's muted, that's gonna make you feel more confident. You can feel better about yourself because you know, okay, the technology works. I practice my pitch. I know it's on my resume. I know what's going on in the company. So then when you go, you're gonna come in with a different sense than just, just logging on and winging it. You're gonna come across better, smarter, more appropriate, and you don't wanna leave anything to chances in this environment. It's too difficult just to wing it. You wanna come in all prepared, all ready to go, and people notice that, and they'll respect that, and it's gonna give you a better shot of you getting the job compared to someone else. So I hope this helps out with that. That that, that anxiety, trepidation before an interview, that by working on these things, you're going to be more confident, you're going to be more comfortable, and you're going to do a better job.